Blog Talk Radio. Once I drifted out in sin, had no hope nor joy within, and my soul was burdened down with pride. Then my Savior came along, and He showed me I was wrong, and He placed me on the winning side. Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Out in sin, no more will I abide. I've enlisted in the fight for the cause of truth and right. Praise the Lord, I'm on the winning side. I will never have a fear for my Lord is ever near. And in Him so often I confide. Well, He's the keeper of my soul since I gave Him full control. And He placed me on the winning side. Well, I'm I'm on on the winning side. side. Yes, I'm on on the winning side. side. Out in sin, no more will I. Welcome back to Voice in the Wilderness, a show where we talk about end times prophecy, talk about the Bible, and uh, a numerous array of different things. And uh, my dad is on the show tonight, once again, as usual. And we're going to start out talking about uh, the latest ICBM test by North Korea. They recently um, did an ICBM test. And it has been concluded by the Pentagon um, that uh, they can now strike anywhere in the continental U.S. And uh, so now we have this um, uh, large military exercise uh, with the United States along with uh, South Korea, uh, the largest one ever in history, um, and uh, that alone could possibly cause North Korea to attack us, maybe try to shoot down one of the jets. Um, so it seems to be getting just closer and closer and closer with every missile test that happens and with every move that one side or the other makes. Um, so what do you make of this? Yeah, we just uh, we were talking about it earlier, looking at the drills, uh, the largest uh, drill ever uh, in U.S. history uh, for preparation for attack. To me, that seems pretty imminent. Yeah, I mean, it pretty much sounds like 
the drill could turn it actually turn into the beginning of the war. Yeah, I mean, the, the type of uh, gear that I saw that was ready uh, in this drill is is <laughs> it, it looks like more along the lines that we were getting ready to go to war with Russia and China at the same time. I mean, this is this is just crazy. Yeah, it is. Um, honestly, if it's the biggest um, uh, aerial uh, drill in U.S. history, then it's probably the biggest military drill that's ever happened in in history of the in the entire world. Uh, since we're the biggest military in the world, um, and uh, it says here that uh, it's going to be 230 aircraft involved. Uh, a lot of them are nuclear capable, like the uh, F-35, which is capable of uh, uh, launching nuclear missiles. And uh, there's going to be 16,000 soldiers and airmen taking part in the drill. And also, uh, it's a joint drill with South Korean forces. Uh, so this is pretty huge. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt that uh, things are getting ready to go hot. Um, I can just, uh, you know, all the different back channels of people that we listen to, and and I, and I really think that, you know, at some point something had to happen. Um, you know, you can't just keep buying off these, uh, these radical empires that, that want, and say they want our destruction, they want our death, and then give them pallets uh, full of cash. I mean, that worked That worked for a while, um, but Trump knows it's got to be dealt with. But <clears throat> I don't know. There's just there's such a, a spiritual element to this now, too, that we can kind of all feel, um, you know, and that's hard to articulate, but you can feel it. You can... Uh, you can tell that we are quickly approaching a, a point of no return where where war is imminent. Yeah, and we also just sent, I believe it was eight aircraft carriers over to the Korean Peninsula. And also, yeah. it's not just Air Force uh, taking part in this um, drill, but it, it's also uh, the the uh, Navy and the uh, Marines taking part in this drill. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah, and then I think it's interesting, you know, that the deep state is being exposed. I mean, uh, Trump can't even get his cabinet uh, the clearances that they need because, you know, the incoming people haven't been tested to see if they're swamp swamp ready or not. You know, in other words... uh, those coming in with clearances can see what the CIA has been up to funding ISIS and uh, many other things. So, so, you know, the, the backstory is, is if they can't get him out of office with the, you know, using guys like Mueller, um, that'll continue to push this Russian narrative that they'll just out and out assassinate him. And I think, I think, you know, at the time when Kennedy was assassinated, the country was was young and and uh, uh, still 
totally um, asleep in the cradle and uh, kind of wrapped in the in the uh, industrial revolution still, the benefits of that, if you will, you know, kind of a, an economy that there was just a lot of potential and nobody could really get their head wrapped around that our government killed JFK. However, you know, as time went on, people began to uh, ask questions, and that's when the phrase conspiracy theory was was coined and brought out and used that people wouldn't, you know, question the, the narrative. But but now, now with uh, a country that is, there's a portion of the country that is sedated, uh, whether it be booze, uh, just brain damage from uh, uh, drugs and alcohol, booze, vaccines, fluoride, you know, they've been, they've been somewhat effective lobotomizing a percentage of the population, but there's also a, a growing uh, share of the population that's awake, eating healthy, uh, trying not to be, you know, uh, you know, not taking, refusing the shots. Um, we are being hit from the air too with the chemtrails. So, I mean, we're all, we're all under attack, but there's some that are awake and I just don't think it will go over like uh, what happened with uh, Kennedy. I think that there would be an absolute civil war if they kill Trump. Oh, there, there is no doubt whatsoever that there would be because the right and the left are more frustrated and ticked off at each other than ever before. Um, and... You know, it's just, it's not going to go well because, um, you know, the people on the right, we haven't, we've never been violent or anything. Um, but, you know, when obviously just about everyone that voted for Trump, if he gets taken out, they're all going to be able to realize that it was an inside job that our government took him out if that happens. It's not like most of his supporters are just going to buy the the narrative from CNN or whatever that, you know, some lone nut took him out if that happens. I pray that it doesn't happen. Um, But, yeah, it's definitely going to be really bad if if that happens. Well, I heard I was reading uh, somewhere, somebody I kind of follow and listen to, and uh, she's she's got really good talking points, and she's on Facebook, you know. And and I was, she basically said that enjoy this time that we have with Trump because when Trump's gone, so is America. And I really believe that, you know. I mean, uh, I just uh, we we wouldn't have withstood Hillary. The country would already be gone. We would have been decimated. So we get this reprieve with Trump. But it's only going to last as long as Trump lasts. So, you know, if if he makes it eight years, then America has eight years. Um, I do not believe that the country um, will will go beyond eight years. And, and when I say go beyond, I'm talking about I'm not saying cease to exist, but uh, because there'll be you know many years uh, in the implosion, but. But uh, as we know it, the, the, the absolute fighting back the swamp, trying to add GDP, trying to do tax cuts that could uh, 
spur on the economy, all of these things will be gone and over um, when Trump goes. So we do need to pray for him. If you don't pray for him, it, it, it may only be four years. It may only be two years if they kill him um, or somewhere in between now and when they do. So so uh, I'm praying that, that he'll make it this four years and that uh, he'll even survive to make it uh, to two terms. Um, but uh, a, a lot is left in question as to where we're at. And I've never felt more, um, more or less. How do I say this without sounding so negative? I, I have never felt that the future is more uncertain than I do today. And 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 I'm talking about in the, in the realm of politics, not, not in our Lord Jesus Christ. I, I've got a hundred percent confidence in Him and His ability to deliver us, but. As far as the the facade of the United States goes and, you know, what we're used to day in and day out, getting in a car and driving and getting fuel and and uh, whatever your day-to-day life is, you know, that will that will change overnight if Trump is taken out. Yeah, and uh, like you said, you know, you feel more uncertain about the future now than ever before. Um, there are many that when Trump got elected, they just pretty much said, well, you know, we're America is safe now and I don't ever have to worry about anything ever again because he's just going to drain the swamp and clean up all the corruption. And from now on, America will be perfect forever and nothing bad will ever happen. Well, that is not true at all because although I am very thankful that he got elected, because we know for sure, this isn't a guess or, or a speculation, but we know for sure that if Hillary would have got elected, that Russia said straight out in a, in a uh, military meeting that they had that they would do a first strike, preemptive strike, nuclear strike on America if Hillary was to get elected. They said that right before the election uh, because they don't trust her at all. They know how crazy and corrupt she is. Um, And so what I'm saying is that I am thankful that Trump got elected, and it obviously is a million times better than Hillary getting elected, and Trump is doing the best job I think that he possibly can. Um, And the reason that he hasn't been able to drain the swamp faster or more is because it's so stinking hard to drain because... Uh, he has very few people in his cabinet and on his team that are actually working with him. And I, I found out just the other day that the reason that he hasn't got his entire cabinet um, in place yet is because the uh, CIA is um, is holding off on giving his cabinet members security clearances so he can't even bring them on board yet. And they could do that for years. They could uh, delay that. And so what I'm trying to say is um, Trump is doing the best job he possibly can, and I'm thankful for him. But just because he's elected doesn't mean that we're, we're all right, that we're all safe, because 
uh, him being elected is much more dangerous even than back when Obama was president because um, they're fighting against him so hard and they're desperate because the the globalists and the deep state, they don't want uh, our economy to grow. They don't want us to be prosperous. They don't want us to have freedom. Uh, they don't want us to have property rights. They don't want you to be able to, you know, own your own business and own your own home and, and be prosperous because they want you to be a slave. Um, you know, they want everybody, every single person in America to, you know, live in a tiny little apartment and not have any money or any freedom. And more than that, obviously, they want to kill us, but... What I'm trying to say is this, is that since we have these two forces of good and evil fighting against each other, it's more dangerous now and more uncertain now, really, than than when uh, Obama was president because, you know, they're, they want to take him out and they, they just, they've lost control, so now they're getting desperate. And so one of, one of two things can happen, either... Trump is able to drain the swamp more, and the more he does, the safer he becomes from being taken out. Um, or, or they uh, pull something on us, and uh, you know that that won't be good. But either way, you know, all we can do is uh, trust in God and uh, and keep prepping. See, that's another thing is that um, many people after Trump was elected. They stopped prepping. And now that he's elected, the possibility of something really bad happening has just increased tenfold. And so you should, if you're a prepper, you should be prepping even harder. So, I mean, that's something you should do no matter who is elected, really. Okay, what else do you want to talk about? Um, I was just wanting to move on to uh, Michael Flynn. Uh, we know that uh, he was um, indicted for um, talking to the Russians, and uh, he talked to uh, Russian ambassador um, Sergei Kislyak in December last year. And um, they're obviously saying he was conspiring with them or whatever. And uh, this is absolutely ridiculous because that is his job to talk to different nations. And Russia being one of the most powerful nations in the world, obviously that's the one of the first nations he's going to go and talk to. And so this is just so asinine. I mean, anybody that believes that him talking to the Russians somehow means that he was up to no good. Absolutely knows nothing because um, that's his job. And, you know, anyone that watches CNN talk about how this Michael Flynn is, is so horrible for talking to the Russians, um, you know, they, they just believe everything they're told and, and uh, they really have no clue what's, what's really going on. Well, how they were able to trap him was he said something to them under investigative uh, 
uh, you know, when they were interviewing him that didn't line up with what he truly said. And that's because they have all of uh, Trump's people under surveillance, just like they do the American people. So here he is being surveilled. And when he does his, uh, when he testify, there's a slight deviation in what he said, and they have it on, on tape. So what, what you really have is you have illegal uh, surveillance of not only Trump's cabinet, but the American people. And believe me, people, they're going to use everything and anything they can to undermine uh, Trump's cabinet, first of all, and also to, you know, put a dossier against all of us and build the case that that we should be in a FEMA camp. So this is just this is just the tip of the iceberg as the swamp drains. How the B system will be used against. Uh, anyone that is uh, upright and, and not able to be compromised in the, in the schemes of the devil. So uh, I expect more. Um, I listen to the other sides of the story, too, and I look at all the people jumping on the bandwagon uh, about, you know, uh, this, uh, the replacement of the, the FBI being cotton. And that Cotton, uh, you know, is this bad guy, and and it just it just goes on and on and on. And what I notice is, is that even though I look at both sides, and I I look at uh, the Republicans, and and I do it um, with a grain of salt, kind of you know checking out the backstory. I don't believe everything I'm told. I don't believe everything that I see. Whereas with these Democrats. If you try to reason with them, the Democrats are absolutely faultless. If you if you were to expose the the selling the uranium from the Clintons, the Podestas, and uh, and uh, all the others that were involved with that, um, they'll just simply come back and say, well, that wasn't what weapons grade uranium, or or they used uranium one. It wasn't the, it wasn't them, and they just it's amazing how we've gotten to this point where this left-right paradigm is so ground in to uh, that you can't even you can't even dialogue with anyone about any talking points. It's just the narrative is the Democrats are right, the Republicans are wrong, or vice versa. You know, there's a lot of bad people on both sides, and Trump needs to eliminate them all, and uh, we need to drain the swamp. You know, and and these these guys like McCain uh, and many others. They need to go. They're they're uh, supposedly Republicans. They're they're swamp creatures too. So I wish the Democrats could look a little bit with more discernment uh, into their to the lies that they've been fed, because then it would help uh, clean up the you know drain the swamp. You know I mean, but I just don't feel like it seems like the Democrats that that it's such a spiritual thing. Um, it just seems like they're just spiritually blinded, absolutely blind. Yep, they're they're blinded. They have no reasoning, no logic, uh, no understanding. It's just crazy. Um, I just wanted to read really quick a couple of uh, Donald Trump's tweets about uh, this whole situation with um, uh, Michael Flynn. First one, he says. Um, 
believe this is uh this was from today um, he said many people in our country are are asking what the justice department is going to do about the fact that totally crooked Hillary, after receiving a subpoena from the United States Congress, deleted and acid washed 33,000 emails. No justice. And then right after that he says, or actually this was before that, he says, so General Flynn lies to the FBI and his life is destroyed. While crooked Hillary on that now famous FBI holiday interrogation with no swearing in and no recording, lies many times and nothing happens to her. Rigged system or just a double standard? So there's no justice. Uh, this this woman no. that is guilty of, I mean, if if an average person set out to be, if they wanted to be the most evil person in the entire world, and every second of their life tried to do as much evil as they possibly could, they still couldn't even be as evil as this woman. She is literally the queen of hell. I mean, she is like, I I don't even want to, she's just more evil than probably any of us could ever even know. Well, I, I had heard it said a long time ago that the, that the Clintons were still in power. And I can remember when I heard it, it was during the Bush years. And I thought, well, that's ridiculous. But now that, uh, that I've seen what I've seen, you know, where she had all the answers to the questions during the debates. And I mean, they had this thing rigged in 10 different directions, steeped 10 miles deep in deception. And she still lost. So, uh, number one, they, they, they are still, when you have that many years and you're that corrupt, they were able to stack. And that's, see, that's what Obama was doing in eight years. He was stacking uh, his Islamic, um, you know, American-hating uh, stooges in, in deep into the military. And he spent his whole eight years... Uh, not only bringing down the country, but then stacking it deep so that he could he could try to be like the Clintons where he could stay in power uh, even from afar. And you notice that he's able to travel right behind our president and talk to these leaders with an entourage. This is bullshit. He should be exposed for the Muslim that he is with the fake birth certificate that he had and be stripped of his entourage of uh, secret service, his being able to fly around the world and uh, debate with these world leaders like he's still in charge. You know, that's what needs to happen is, is these people need to go down. Hillary needs to go to prison. Obama needs to go to prison. Uh, the Podestas, uh, uh, all of them, they all need to go down. Otherwise, the American people know that it's a double standard, and they have no faith. Um, I mean, they may have faith in, in Trump to some level uh, due to desperation, but they, we really have no faith in the system as long as these people are at large. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
That's true. So uh, moving on to another subject, I don't want to talk about it for very long because I don't even want really want to have to cover this, but I'm going to because I think it's important for people to realize this, to realize that this type of evil is coming and it's going to spread uh, across the world and um, because we're in the end times and so uh, please, if you're listening to this, I, I hope that this just shows you how evil this world is and that it will make you want to, if you're not already saved, if you're not already a Christian, then hopefully it will make you want to uh, give your life to the Lord. Because if you're not on the Lord's side, then you, whether you realize it or not, you are on the devil's side. And this is just uh, a show of how evil the devil is. I mean, the devil is definitely behind this. There's no question about it. This is so evil. First ever restaurant in the world that I know of that is serving human meat on their menu. This is in Tokyo, Japan. And this is the really evil thing, is that the government of Japan has confirmed that this is legal for them to do and and uh um the way that they get their meat is that people actually sell themselves to to be ki- basically be killed i don't know exactly how they kill the people or how it works i don't really want to know but they actually give themselves to be killed to donate their meat to the restaurant for 30,000 euros or 35,799 bucks leaving the full amount of cash to their families and so yeah that's it right there I mean this world is going to hell it's going to hell and that's why you need Jesus because this world is more evil than you could even imagine and you know it makes me really not even really want this world right now that we live in. It makes me just want to get this life over with and move on to the next one where we don't have to even think about this this garbage, this crap, this sin. I mean, this is just this is just ridiculous. I mean, I'm sick of this crap. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not here though, so that's in Japan. No, but the thing is, is that that's it's not too long before more people start to accept that crap. Even here in America, I mean, I don't I don't know exactly how long till people start to accept it. Hopefully, it's a long ways, a really long ways away. But even here in America, we've already started making movies and and TV shows about that kind of stuff. Um, There's been, I think, one, maybe even two uh, TV series on Netflix about cannibalism. And there was a Hollywood movie about it that, uh, that was called Raw, came out like a year ago. And so... You know, and and as Steve Quayle said that God told him that 
When you see this stuff on the rise, it is a sign that the Great Tribulation is near. And so this world is just getting more and more evil. That's why you need to give your life to Jesus. You need to turn away from sin because it's just, you know, it's it's so evil that uh, I don't want to be a part of it. And, yeah, it's... If you're not on the Lord's side, then whether you know it or not, you are on the devil's side. Well, we've seen it. Having uh, having studied a lot of ancient uh, cultures and that with uh, Tom Horn and and uh, and so many others that that what you see is you see that uh, when these fallen ones came onto the scene, uh, they taught them a lot of uh, uh, witchcraft, a lot of black magic, a lot of uh, sorcery, if you will. And part of that always entailed them eating uh, human flesh. So uh, the next step, um, not to to go into this, I'm not going to go into this in too much depth, but I'll just say quickly that the next step or the next thing that you see on the scene is the giants so uh forgive Mm -hmm. me for connecting the dots here but for a moment but i'm going to do it once it is accepted to eat human flesh um and right now it's in japan you know when that does come to europe and then america whenever that is uh, then you can be sure that the giants will be right behind that. And I know that's more than most people can can uh, get their head wrapped around, but I'm telling you that it's the truth. And uh, just like in the days of Noah, so shall it be uh, again. Um, and, uh, and so these things happen in history, and we see them happen again. Um, so anyways, yes, very dark, very dark. Uh, we, we have to pray. We don't get a runaway. We have to occupy. We have to be a light. We have to learn how to uh, have a mournful heart uh, and actually pray for these people that they uh, would repent. And uh, so there's a job that we have to do in this time of darkness. We don't get to just fold up camp and run. However, I do feel like doing that um i'm with you i i don't want to be here i don't want to see it i don't want to be a part of it but the truth is god has us here at this time for that reason that we might stand um in his authority not ours and and actually um do battle so we got to get ready for it because it's coming Yep. So, moving on, forgetting about that disgusting stuff. Um, Pope Francis recently um, called for, he said, uh, he told the Italian newspaper La Repubblica that the United States of America has a distorted vision of the world and Americans must be ruled by a world government as soon as possible for their own good. Yeah, right, Mr. Pope, since you know everything, since you're the big, fancy, uh, pompous, 
stupid pope who calls himself a Christian but is really the head of the uh, Mystery Babylon fake Christian religion that really just sends people to hell. I mean, really? We need world government for our own good? Like, anybody believes this idiot. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, telling us how horrible uh, Trump is for wanting the wall, but uh, his whole uh, his whole footprint over there is covered with a wall. Um, it, it's just double speak. He really is the false prophet. There is no doubt. Yep, um, and I think we may have talked about it either on the last show or the show before that. And uh, I'll have to try to find the article again so that I can explain it in more detail next week. But um, there was a Catholic priest in the Vatican who, um, you know, I'm not a Catholic. I really don't have anything nice to say about the Catholic Church because it's evil and it's a false religion. And uh, there's... Although there are, I would say, a very, very few Catholics who have a real relationship with Jesus, and I think they are, you know, true Christians, but that's very, very few. And obviously anyone who is Catholic that has a relationship with Jesus, they didn't get there because of the Catholic Church. They only... Uh, became saved because of their own intuition and their own relationship with God. But nevertheless, what I'm trying to say is that this one Catholic priest, um, uh, God actually spoke to this guy and told him to tell the world that, uh, that Pope Francis is the false prophet. And so, I mean, how much more obvious does it have to get that not even just a Christian pastor saying, you know, Pope Francis is the false prophet, but even somebody in the Vatican who is a Catholic priest himself knows that this guy is the false prophet. So, um, but anyways, enough of that. Uh, Moving on to um, our last uh, talking point for the night. Um, is uh, Israel just bombed a uh, Iranian military base um, in Syria, um, and uh, this was an uh, arms depot, um, and uh, so this this isn't good. It's uh, nine miles south of Damascus and thirty miles from the Israeli border. Was revealed by the BBC three weeks ago. Um, it is the first time reports have emerged of Iran establishing a permanent base in Syria. Um, have you heard of this? Yeah, I, I have actually. They've, uh, they've actually, how long ago was it? Was this like a couple weeks ago? Uh, yeah, I guess it happened like two, three weeks ago and they're just finding out about it. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I remember talking to you about it. That uh, I was, I was kind of concerned that 
that Israel was over there in Syria. Uh, however, you know, I'm not, I'm not concerned for the reasons that people might think I am. I'm just re- concerned in regards to, uh, you know, a hot war. Um, I think, I think Israel is going to do everything in their power to protect Israel. And, uh, if you have, uh, Iranian forces uh, setting up camp in Syria, uh, it's not a good thing for Israel with the, you know, it's just a hop, skip and a jump to the, to the Golden Heights and, and down into, uh, and they start uh, lobbing, uh, uh, you know, rockets and stuff into, into Israel. So, uh, and then, you know, you just kind of wonder how, there's just right now we're just at a point where there's so many things that could implode. It's like it's like in the in the heat of the summer, when uh, when I see the grass is burnt and there's a spark, you know, it's just everywhere is ready to go up in fire. And you know, you got you got uh, Turkey. Turkey is totally unstable. You know, he's still locking up his teachers and policemen. Anyone that that uh, could have had a whim against him. Uh, you know, Iran, Iran is, uh, I mean, there's just, just insanity, the amount of the nukes that Turkey and Iran have. And then, you know, North Korea, uh, that's one situation, but, but truthfully, uh, the reaction with, uh, Russia and China moving together against us, uh, wars and rumors of wars, folks, it's the end times. And then, uh, you know, all of the, the forces surrounding Israel and people need to understand that's the battle is a battle against the Lord himself. It's not, it's not for the territory of, of Israel. It's uh, because Israel is a very, very uh, special place in our creator's heart. He has a covenant with Israel and uh, the Jewish people, and and so we're going to see what happens, and we're going to see like what what has happened in the past. When people move against Israel, they lose. Okay, and we get to decide in our hearts if we stand with Israel or we're against Israel. And I got news for you, uh, because of its biblical importance, you're going to want to be on the right side of uh, how you think of uh, Israel. Uh, in other words, you're going to want to be blessing them um, and not cursing them. So it's important to be on the right side. Uh, it's, it's important to, uh, to be having uh, uh, a, a relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. And uh, also, just a few days ago, um, Israel attacked the uh, Gaza Strip with uh, tanks and fighter jets. So, uh, you know, we're seeing we're seeing things ramp up in Israel and the Middle East for sure. And uh, I'm a firm believer. If you read, uh, you know, you read the Book of Revelation, you see the Battle of Armageddon, which uh, we know for sure that that happens at the end of the tribulation and uh, or at least the climax of it is at the end of the tribulation the war starts sometime before that during the tribulation but um, then then you read 
Ezekiel 38-39, that describes the Gog-Magog war, which also ties in with the Battle of Armageddon. And then you have the Psalm 83 war, which um, I believe that it's very, the Bible is very clear that that has to happen before the Gog and Magog war and the Battle of Armageddon. So, um, you know, I don't think that we're seeing the Gog-Magog war yet, although, you know, we're seeing some things being lined up for it. Um, so I see another war coming just like the Six Days War where all of the Arab countries um, team up and attack Israel. So I think we're going to see probably uh, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, um, Jordan, Lebanon, um, Turkey, um, all of those countries attack Israel sometime in the near future. And then just like the Six Days War, they'll be defeated and, uh, and pushed back, and then Israel will gain more land. And so um, if you go and read Psalm 83, um, you can see that. And also there's a really good book um, by Bill Salas called uh, Is- Israelestine. And um, uh, I highly recommend that book. It's very interesting. And so, um, yeah, we see though the Psalm 83 war separate from uh, Gog-Magog war and the Battle of Armageddon. Uh, just to be clear. Um, so, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I I definitely see things heating up. I'm with you. I, I don't think the Gog Magog uh, timeline is is uh, on us right now, but uh, I agree with you. The Psalms 83 um, conflict, and definitely they're all they could be they could be trained together back to back. I'm not saying that uh, that there's a, a great distance between the two of them, but there's just there's a lot of setup going on. There's a lot of uh, wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes in diverse places. Uh, you know, waves roaring with perplexity, nations not being able to solve problems. Um, you know, we're seeing the the wars in the in the heavenlies, the spiritual wars going on all around us, and. Uh, it's just you'd have to be blind not to know that we're in the end times. So it's important to uh, – it's it's good to have a, a, a church where we could experience uh, true peace when we come together. I hope that uh, the listening audience out there can find find a group of believers, even if it's only two or three, that, that you can gather with and have that peace. Uh, don't forsake the assembly. Uh, God intends for you to have that peace uh, in the midst of having a mourning heart. We are to be mourning about what we're seeing. Uh, this is the wrong time to be laughing with the world, uh, eat, drink, and then we die. That's the wrong philosophy, um, which means that, uh, that we need to be praying for people and leaders uh, who are tough to pray for. Um, but at the same time, uh, we just hope that uh, that you'll that you'll stand on the word of God and don't compromise. 
and uh, I, I'm, I am praying. I, I'm concerned with this uh, fault line that uh, runs from Canada to California. I do think that we're going to see that fault line give way soon, which would be uh, – I just think that there's a lot of things that are right on the cusp of, of happening, and uh, we, we need to understand that we're not going to get zapped out of here. So if you can come to that conclusion, which is what the Bible says, uh, then you'll be able to stand when everything is shaking on the rock. Uh, if you are a pre-tribber, you're probably going to lose your, uh, the love. Uh, it will wax cold because you've uh, based your theology on false doctrine. So, I hope you uh, will look into that. Uh, we're certainly not appointed to wrath, so uh, get your, get your uh, doctrine correct. We are going to go through the tribulation. Uh, amen. That's all I have for tonight. God bless you. Amen. Um, yes, we are not appointed under wrath. However, as I've said before, um, that verse in Thessalonians is only referring to God's wrath, and so we need to make the distinction there that uh, we are not guaranteed uh, that we will escape the wrath of man or the wrath of Satan. And so, you know, that, that verse doesn't mean that we're not appointed to anything bad happening to us. It's only talking about God's wrath. And we see Christians since the beginning of time uh, all the way back to the very first uh, martyr in the book of Genesis, which was Abel, who was killed by his brother Cain. All the way since then, uh, you know, we see all the way through the Bible, the prophets were killed um, and, and they were persecuted. Uh, you know, like the prophet Isaiah, and uh, we see, and uh, Ezekiel, and different prophets who were killed because they were preaching the truth, and people didn't like it, and it, the truth ticks people off. And then we see, um, we see Christians persecuted in Russia, China, Middle East, you know, Syria. People, Christians getting beat up, tortured their heads cut off, I mean, um, and and God allows that because it's not about us being comfortable and living a perfect life and not having to suffer. It's all about Jesus, and it's all about the glory which shall be revealed in us, the Bible says. It says that, I Paul, Apostle Paul said, I reckon that the current present sufferings um, are not comparable to the glory which shall be revealed in us. So, you know, even if we must die as martyrs here in this life and be uh, persecuted and, and abused and suffer immensely, it, it is still only a small amount of suffering compared to the what the Bible says, the eternal weight of glory which lasts forever and there is nothing that we will have to go through on this earth that is not worth 
obtaining that eternal reward. Um, in the book of Revelation, it talks about the letter to the seven churches. One of the churches, it tells them to be to be faithful, uh, lest God removes your name out of the lamp out of the book of life. And so we see there that if you're not faithful and if you give up on God, if you fall away, if you abandon Him when hard times come, you're not going to make it to heaven. It's pretty clear your name will be removed if you are not an overcomer. But then it says that he who overcomes, I shall grant him uh, to sit in my throne or to sit next to me on my throne just as Jesus overcame and was granted to sit on the right hand of the Father. And so... Um, like I said, nothing in this world is worth um, not going through um, to to miss out on that eternal reward. And so, um, you know, we just got to trust in the Lord and, and not fear. And uh, I wanted to say earlier, you know, talking about these things that are very evil and, and scary. It's not to, to scare you. And the truth of it is, is that um, it's better to be scared now and to be prepared for it than to not be scared at all now and and then be scared to death when it happens because you weren't mentally prepared for it or spiritually prepared for it. So um, sticking your head in the sand and being ignorant and not knowing any of this stuff is not going to help you at all. Um, you know, people think that just because they don't want to believe this stuff and, and just because they believe that it's not true and that we're just a bunch of crazy conspiracy theorists that that, that makes it not true. But just because they don't believe it doesn't make it not true. And so um, you are far better off than everyone else if you know this stuff than they are because you can be prepared for it. And so, you know, you, uh, you prepare yourself, you get informed and, uh, you prepare yourself spiritually. You build your, your relationship with the Lord. You read your Bible, you pray and, uh, you, you, um, prepare and do what you need to do that way. And then when it happens, you know, God will lead you and guide you to move you to the right place and be in the right place at the right time and know the right people and and uh, everything will, will be all right. So um, that's the bottom line. And, um, and so just keep that in mind and, um, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll be just fine as long as the Lord is on your side, no matter what happens. Um, then it's all going to be good in the end. So um, that pretty much sums it all up. So uh, that's it for tonight's show, and uh, I'll see you all next week. Uh, good night, and God bless. Okay. We got it. Sign off. Go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what? Stop. <dude. laughs>
What happened, Dave? Sorry. You've been doing good. We're good. Sam. Sam. Hey, get serious, please. I'm there. I'm You're serious. Not. You're please. not serious. I got the recording. Hey, please. We're recording. Get this song, Come. 